Pauline Hoffman. I'm your podcast hostess. I'm joined by my producer, Mr. Bryce Murphy. Howdy. Bryce also wrote and recorded the podcast music. This podcast is for the data nerd and the data nervous. Everyone is welcome. Welcome back to the listeners. This week's theme is exercise because summer is here, we hope. We've had Not some, in New York, but... Yeah, I know. We've had some pretty bad weather, but I'll tell you, it's time to start thinking about exercise, and not because we want to get into a bathing suit, although if that's your goal, you know, kudos to you, but exercise is good for you. So I don't have any housekeeping. Awesome. So we're, we're already just gonna, cleaned up. We're, yes. Swept and mopped. We did. And so we're now ready. we're going to exercise is what we're going to do. So I have a bunch of data about exercise, a couple surveys to talk about. But first of all, uh, do you exercise? Do you work out? Yeah, I get exercise. I've been doing yoga recently. Oh, what uh, kind of yoga do you do? I've done hot yoga in the in the past. My mom teaches it, so Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I yeah. kind of just do my own series of stretches whatever my body needs. I do Ashtanga uh, yoga. I don't know that one. Yeah, it's like a power yoga kind of a thing. Okay. See, hot yoga I can't do cuz I sweat normally and I'd probably die, <laughs> but Well, no, it's I actually it. I, I kind of like it. I like the hot. Yeah. And it like makes your muscles loosened up more. Oh yeah, that's the key to it. Is you can stretch more than you would in a normal climate. There you go. Yeah. And just so everybody knows, you're this is. I mean, you can't see us, but Bryce is actually stretching right now. Like, yeah, I like, like to move when I'm he's talking. He's like flexing. It feels good. Um, so what else do you do? Is that it? Just do, um, I, mean, I that's used enough. to. Yoga's yeah, awesome, I used to hit the you. gym a lot more um, yeah. when I was an athlete in high school. Oh, what did you do? You were an athlete. What were? What yeah, I was soccer and track and field. I was a thrower, so. There's a lot of lifting involved in that and a lot of running for soccer. But now that I'm retired from that, I don't really feel the need to be insanely strong for no reason. I mean, (laughs) there's never a box that's too heavy for me, so I don't really need to train just for life. I'm not not looking to break any records. You uh, do need to train. You should. No, exactly. There you go. (laughs) I actually do enjoy exercise. I just swam this morning. I swim at our local Y. That's That's one of my favorite things. I love to do that. And I love it, too, because I go at a time when I'm the fastest because all the people are really old. So I... Pace so you're the star really, athlete. I am. I'm the star athlete. I actually had, I joke that I've got Y boyfriends. They're not really my boyfriends. It's my husband who might be listening to this. But, and I joke with him too, so he's aware of this. But they will chit chat, of course. But they're friends. They're friendly people. And one guy said, you're a very strong swimmer. So he's my favorite boyfriend. <laughs> but at any rate, so I do that. But I've also done, I like to challenge myself. And your advisor has done the Ironman Triathlon. Three of them, I think. Yeah, she's awesome. She's ridiculous. I love her. And she's trying to keep me on track, which is no small task because I fall off the wagon a lot. But I always get back up on the wagon. But she's trying to get me in shape because one of my goals is to do an Ironman. So I just bought a new bike. and But I can't run for anything. I think the Ironman is like good training for the apocalypse. I think you got to like run through mud fields. I, I might have stolen that from like a comedian online or something. I we don't actually run it. through the mud. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah. But everyone that's been doing those will be ready to run through any terrain. <laughs> I'm ready. I mean, if you can do an Ironman, you, I think you can do pretty much anything. Yeah. But I've done a marathon before. I came in last because I run so slow. And I have a friend actually who jokes with me. She says, you walk faster than you run. Like when I walk, I mean, you know, I'm tall. So I have this huge stride. She says, when you run, you're like an 85 year old, four foot tall woman. Like, I don't know how this happens, but that's what it looks like. And I actually did time it once. I do actually walk and run at the same pace, which is, I don't understand. But anyway, hopefully I can fix that. But I also done a century ride, which is a hundred mile bike ride. Wow. I did that around Lake Tahoe. Yeah. I love that. And then I used to row. That was my sport. I played basketball in high school because I had a teacher who told me I should play because I'm tall. I sucked. But I rode, and I was very strong. 
as a rower, but I don't do that. Rowing is intense. That's I was in the best shape of my life. Yeah, I believe best shape of my life. That was not yesterday. No, (laughs) it sure was not. So at any okay, so exercise is important. I also like to hike and get out into. Oh yeah, I like hiking too. That counts as exercise. Yeah, I like to skateboard too. That's oh nice. There you go. Yeah, it's a fun activity. Very good. Doesn't feel like a workout. That's well, also, key. when I used to run, like, six miles at a time, nothing else really feels like a workout. So I can do, like, other activities that aren't, like, workout, workout. I'm, like, yeah. still pumping my blood and still getting the health benefits. Yes. When I did the marathon, it was you run every day. And I, I at, at the end, I'm thinking, I never want to run again. I need to do different things. I can't just do the same thing every yeah, day. But that's, I totally agree. That's me. I used to like classes, too. I would go to classes, but I don't know if I, how I feel about those anymore. But So here we have a study from the American College of Sports Medicine, their health and fitness journal. And again, links will be on the website. This is a pretty robust study. They've been doing this since 2006, I believe. And uh, they send it out to... Over 75,000 people. All right. That's some good data. And they, well, their survey response, they get about 4,300 responses, which is actually pretty good, you know, because people think, oh, well, you should get all these people responding back. Well, in theory, but, you know, if you get, and they get like about a 6% response, that's good, you know, and 4,300 people is a lot of people. Yeah, that's a good sample. Uh, So what they do is they send it out all over the world. So they've got folks responding from Australia and Brazil and Canada and China and so on. So all over the world. In case you weren't familiar with what that meant, I had to <laughs> toss some countries out there. So it's a survey, as I mentioned. They essentially ask you know, the same series of questions for the most part, and then they get the different demographic information. So they get people, most of the people who respond are women, a variety of different ages. Um, most of them have more than 10 years of experience in the health and fitness industry or the exercise industry. 27% have more than 20 years. More than 37% earn. How are they getting 50, all these 000? health and fitness uh, business people. Oh, this is, these are people that will be members of this particular organization, I guess oh, okay. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking the American college of sports medicine. So, oh, all right. so I imagine if there are different groups that you belong to that, you know, fit into that demographic, they're going to reach out that so way. So this too. is not a general population. No, survey. this wasn't to you and me. Okay. <laughs> no, no, but they look at fitness trends and they look at how that's changed over the last 15, 20 years or so. So what do you think the top this is, in, this is 2021, so they just did this survey recently. The top 20 fitness trends, you don't have to list the top 20. What do you think are some of the top trends? I think yoga is pretty big. Um, weightlifting, the, you know, the basics, running, maybe CrossFit for the, for the overachievers. There you go. Yoga is 15. All right. Yeah. Still the first one training. is online training. So in online training, that yoga could training? be. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, anything, I mean, it could right? be. Okay. It could be Peloton. I suppose it could be anything. I'm not promoting Peloton. They don't sponsor us. Um, it could be anything. So online wearable technology. So do you have a Fitbit? So do these. I, this is not the type of items that I would have guessed. I thought it was going to be like. Well, no, they the do also have. Just, they do also right, have but, like body right. weight training, outdoor activities. Okay, and there's, there's yeah. some more. So they ask all the, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, and I do have other data that will ask more specific questions than just this. But uh, no surprise, online training. I mean, I think that's yeah. what people have. Been uh, that's kind of what I was going. So it's like, what do people? What can people do in their homes and their right. living rooms? Probably and yoga. Then, and everybody I know has a Fitbit or something like it. I don't. I don't know if you... Yeah, I don't. I just kind of keep track of myself, you know, manually. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'd like to get one, but I don't know. I don't need data to tell me I'm healthy. 
I actually do need David to tell me I'm not. I need something. Well, you know what? I should confess this. And I, they're not a sponsor, but I should say I do the Weight Watchers, which is now called WW because they've changed their name because they need to be cool. But, and I love the math of it. This won't surprise anybody listening because when you work out, you get to add points. So you could eat more oh. stuff. Yeah. So I love, so if I want ice cream, for example, so you need the data. I need to, yeah. And that works for me because shouldn't the data surprise, doyen, yeah. shouldn't surprise anybody that I need math to eat food, whatever. And anyway, so outdoor activities, virtual training, um, exercises, medicine. So your doctor said, Hey, lazy bones, get off your ass is essentially, <laughs> I mean, I think they're, they're more polite than that. Is that one of the top 20? It's number seven. So that could, that could be an overlap too. I think these, oh, for sure. These survey for sure. items are kind of. They, yeah, kind we of have lazy. better, we have other information. Well, yoga is number 15 exercise for weight loss. And you've got group training. So, so exercise you, for weight loss could be yoga or it could, could be, be any of those. Right, yeah. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's my point. Personal training, fitness programs for older adults. And then I also have this really cool graphic that I'll post on the website too, that shows health and fitness trends around the world. And Bryce is looking at it with are me all right those now. Gray spots, just people that are not apparently. Doing well, fitness. it's so funny because <laughs> I look at this and it's the popularity by region. And again, you have to go to the website because you can't see on the podcast. But Canada is completely naked. Like they apparently in Canada aren't <laughs> they don't doing. Do, they don't have any thing. fitness trends. The whole of Africa is completely devoid of fitness, which and is all of Russia. All of Russia is there's no fitness going on there, and apparently the whole Middle East. India, nothing. And a large part of South America. A large part of South America, exactly. So which, so take this for what it's worth, but what's interesting is... I wonder if that's just where they collected the data it from. Could, and it could be. And Actually, just, that's a good point. It probably is. In which so, case, the map is kind of probably not the best graphic to display your data. It's, no, because it looks like when I said before that they went worldwide, we're missing some pieces. Yeah. Now, to be fair... I mean, that's still a pretty good spread it is still, yeah. worldwide considered, but... Yeah. You guys can't see this, but hope we're painting a picture for you. Yes. And I suspect that in some places, their biggest problem isn't, can I get to a yoga studio or do I have access to online classes? They're probably thinking, you know, I need to eat and yeah. you know, take care of my family. So now the you probably don't get this because you're young, but when you get older like me, before you start an exercise program, it, well, actually they all say this, please check with your primary care provider to make sure that you don't have something that might kill you if you start doing exercise. And again, they finesse it. That's not the exact language they use. But what are some common workout mistakes? Now, Forbes had a fun article. Can you guess some of the workout mistakes? Well, I, I just I accidentally peeked, but <laughs> skipping warm-up, that one, yeah. yeah. I would say, like, not stretching properly, yes. uh, not being hydrated, or not eating enough or eating right before a workout, um, improper footwear. Would that be an issue? It would be. Well, improper gear, that's one of the things yeah. listed. These are things I've seen people do with, you know, teammates, classmates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I got. What are some other ones? Well, skipping a warm-up, and you're supposed to warm up. And I have to confess, I sometimes don't. So I violate these rules. Not having a game plan, like just saying, I'm just going to go run, or I'm just going to go do whatever it is you're doing. You should have some thought about what you're trying to do. People who, t like you take stuff with you, like you have your phone, or whatever, and not for music, but to kind of scroll so then you're not actually working out. You're, I don't know what you're doing. Um, overlooking the recovery, don't forget, you know, no pain, no gain. Please don't pay attention to that. If you're in pain, there's a message there. Now, not pain like, okay, I worked out, my muscles are sore, but if you're limping and so on, there's a problem. Maybe don't run the next day. Um, if you're getting too comfortable, like your workout should challenge you. Skipping on fluids, you mentioned that, not hydrating, not having enough to eat, not getting enough sleep. 
Have you ever yeah, tried that's to work a big out? One. Oh my gosh. And also after no is more important, especially if you're doing like weight training. Yes. The muscle recovery is like when you're sleeping is when your muscles are being rebuilt. Well, and actually it's funny because I told you that I have, your advisor is training me or trying to, and I had given her a schedule and I had something scheduled every day. And she said, okay, let's be reasonable. Paula. Like <laughs> you shouldn't be, you need a day of rest. And I'm like, I don't need rest. I'm, you know, super woman or whatever, but it turns out I do need rest. Yes. Yeah. Resting is a, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now Fitbit, we just mentioned Fitbit. They're not a sponsor, but maybe if they listen to this, they'll say, wow, you have 20 listeners. Of course we want you. Um, what are the most popular workouts? Did you cheat? Yeah. If you did, oh, you cheated again. I have the laptop in front of me. Normally we're not sitting next to each other, but (laughs) we're in this room and we don't have a choice. So he's cheating. Uh, I would probably say running, weightlifting, uh, maybe like sports, basketball. It's actually walking. Walking. Because walking is easy. Like people can do that. Not oh, everybody I do can walking run. a lot. I mean, I exactly. walk five miles every day at work. There you go. So. Running is up there. Because you. these are really probably low cost and fairly easy to do. You just have to walk outside your house, outside your door, and you can walk or run. Bicycling is also up there. All right. That's, and yeah, we'll that's talk about answer. bicycling in the context of COVID, too. So Fitbit did a survey. And now, normally, I'm suspect of surveys that are conducted by companies that are really going to benefit from this information, too. But I'm going to tell you, you have to go to this site because they have really quite a lot of information. And it's a very interactive site. So they call this the Fitbit Health and Activity Index. So you can select a country, and they've got the U.S., Australia, Canada, and the U.K., and then you can take a look at the data, the average number of steps, um, and I'm looking at the U.S. right now, and again, I'll post this up on the site, the average number of steps versus the diabetes rate, the cardiovascular disease risk, overweight um, and obese, but then you can also take a look at uh, the most popular Fitbit activities by gender, by age, so it's really it's really quite interesting. This is and the, the part where you watch, I agree to terms and service when you buy your Fitbit and they just collect all of your data. <laughs> there you go. And so I'm glad you said that because at first I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute, Fitbit, you know, but this is how they got the data exactly. So you've provided the, these data. So I tend to say this is probably a pretty good resource because they're gathering your data yeah. because you said, hey, sure, take keep track of all this stuff. So if you have your Fitbit and you didn't want to be part of their survey, now, I have no way of, it's not like I'm looking and seeing, oh, look at Bryce Murphy likes bicycling. I have no idea. So don't, we'll have another podcast on big data where I'll sing the praises of big data, but big also data. talk about. Is that the big, is that like big pharma? Well, big pharma sounds bad. Big data. People people don't like big data. I'm well, a fan. Well, I've never heard of big data. Is that like. No a, kidding. Oh, big data is a big deal. Big data is like all of this information on Facebook. I can track you like all of this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I haven't heard of it referred to as that. Oh yeah. There are books and everything. I teach it. All right. Sweet. Yeah. In case I actually, that actually could be a data doyen class. Absolutely. Big data, how to use it for good, not evil. We don't use any data for evil. Can we have like how to avoid it too? Like how do you skate big data? I don't, I'm not doing that because I don't want you to, I want all of your data out there so I can analyze it at any rate. Oh, and we can also take a look at how we compare to other States. So I've talked about my sister on this podcast and she lives in North Carolina. So I'm going to compare New York and North Carolina. And who do you think is going to have the better outcomes here? I got my money on New York. I'm going okay. home state. 
Well, yes. So I'm going to say my poor sister in North Carolina, you people down there in North Carolina don't have as many steps as we do in New York. You're not active for as long as we are. You don't, well, you do sleep longer. Yeah, that, that, bones. no, they're probably, they, they get, they get more of that healthy habit. You get, yeah, you get more of that. Yeah, New York people are always on their feet. We don't sleep. We just yeah. work and we shovel our driveways yeah. in May. And you and have, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We sure do. And you have in North Carolina, a bit of a higher BMI. Do, do you think there's a healthier state than New York? Um, yeah. Which one, what, California maybe? No, no. California is probably less healthy. Do you think? Well, let's take a They might have more steps than us. Well, no. 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 Well, I don't know. How are, you? are we gauging health? I mean, is this all... Well, these are just steps, active minutes, we're sleep, we're operationalizing body mass index. People in California have a higher body mass index than we do. I thought they were all skinny in bikinis on the beach. Apparently not. <laughs> That's only the ones that are on the beach. That's only the ones on the California's beach. California's pretty big. Not even Colorado. Like, I'm looking at the... What state do you think is healthier than New York? None of them. Massachusetts? Let's see. No. Let's pick a state that I think is probably really not healthy. Wow. Like Mississippi. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, I can't find... I'm, I don't know. Looks like New York has the most steps out of any state, according to Fitbit. Well, we haven't looked at all of them. But what, about, what if these other states are using different uh, smartwatches to track their fitness? Well, there would be... Maybe Fitbit, Fitbit is the most popular in New York State. Yeah, but this is That's the Fitbit, so they're only getting Fitbit study. Right, exactly. Yeah. That could be a confound in the I data. see. Oh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin has got beat. more steps than us. Yes. What's going on there? Where are they walking to? What's even in Wisconsin? Jeez. So that's what they're doing. Because they do have a higher BMI. So well, here we go. They got good cheese. So they do. So I, I have to walk them. to get the cheese. Anyway, that's not, that's terrible what we just said. Okay. So here we can take a look. Here are, you're, well, you're not a millennial. I think you're a Gen Z, but you're probably close. So here's my it's Gen X. Gen X. We running, biking, elliptical workouts, and strength training. Yoga's number five. Look at that. Let's take a look at you young people. I think it's probably higher yoga. No, it's still number five. It is. But running, then strength training, yep. then elliptical biking has fallen just a little bit. Look at that. How about boomers? These are my parents, maybe your grandparents. Biking replaces running and strength. Look at where yoga is number seven. Swimming, that makes sense. Swimming yeah. is real low impact. And fitness trends to watch. Okay, in 2016, it was lacrosse. Pokemon? That was a oh, yeah. fitness po trend? Pokemon Go. What Smartphone game. Where you walk around and yeah. virtually catch Pokemon on your phone. I didn't that realize that was like an exercise yeah. activity. Well, no yeah, kidding. it used actual maps, and cool. people were like walking around and had like VR on their phone. Okay. Like you're scanning, oh, look, and then there was like public places where, where Poke yeah. stops where you could like get XP. But I thought people like drove to them. I didn't realize you did XP. Well, no, yeah, people were walking around. Okay, it was like right. it was really big that summer. Okay, that. all yeah. right. Okay, very good. Because I remember that, but I'm thinking people, like their parents drove them, they dropped them off and like got back in the car. There was no exercise. But maybe that was just around here. I think I it was probably know. a little bit of both. No, probably a little bit of both. Okay, all right. So now, COVID, there's a bicycle shortage. Do you know about this? No. Yeah. Everyone Apparently, everybody decided, everybody last year decided they should own a bike. So. If we take a look, and I've got these graphs that I'll post up online too, the uh, bicycle retailer and industry news shows the sales of bikes over different months. So January, February, March, and April, essentially. Holy cow. I mean, the increase in bike sales in 2020, insane. And I thought when I just got my bike, I thought I'm going to be in trouble because, and I even said to the gentleman, I went to a special day bike store and I said, 
if I had to order one, he says, well, you wouldn't have it for a year. Like they're just not. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he says you're not getting them. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is a shortage now import. So they're importing bikes too. I mean, yes, there are many bikes made in the U S but we're trying to import them because we really want to ride our damn bikes. <laughs> Yeah. Which is also awesome. Well, that's also because because gyms were closed, too. So exactly. There were so many things you could do. Exactly. So you could home. run. Yeah, you, could, <laughs> you could walk. And you could ride your bike. Or you but could you do yoga a bike. in your living room. And that's, yes. that's what I did. <laughs> yes. So that's that. So do you have anything else you want to say about exercise? It doesn't have to be a workout to be exercise. You can go for a walk. You can go for a hike. You can just do fun stuff that's not sitting on the couch and that counts as exercise. If you're moving you, around, yes, got your blood flowing. That's the key. Do something you enjoy because you're not going to keep doing it if you hate it. Yeah. So you have to find that activity that you like. Like skateboarding. Exactly. I mean, or Pokemon that, Go apparently. Yeah. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I have an arse this week too. All right. This is our arbitrary random stat. It is related to exercise. Sweet. Apparently... This is from Psychology of Sport and Exercise in March 2018. You will be 8% stronger physically if you curse out loud during your workout. <laughs> yes. Researchers conducted two tests, an anaerobic exercise using a resistance bike and an isometric hand grip exercise. And participants showed a 4% increase in power in the first five seconds on the bike and a 2% increase across the full 30-second test while swearing. In the hand grip test, they demonstrated a grip that was about 8% stronger while swearing. So if that's the case, I should be able to carry a Volkswagen because I have a mouth. I think um, if I looked at my dad, yeah. I would probably say that, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. He's big. Yeah. He's got a big triangular neck muscles. <laughs> no, I'm not suggesting that if you're like running through your neighborhood, you should be spewing curse words because people might call the police because that. Yeah. But it makes you, if it makes it, you stronger. I think for lifting weights, yes. I think for running, it would probably actually hinder you because you want to be. Oh, but no. It's. Really? Uh, yes, it'll increase. Yeah, so swear. Well, the grip strength, too, is like if you're swearing, you're probably getting a stress response and then you exactly. might clench your hands. So, yeah. That makes a lot types of sense. Of strength. For sure. Yeah. Yes. So, just so you know, in case you wanted to up your strength. It's really bad for yoga, though, to swear. It's I kind agree. of the opposite I, of the I, whole idea that's, of yoga. That's not the point of yoga. Maybe that's don't very, curse. Yeah, not parasympathetic nervous system. No. Yeah. No. Well, you know, I was going to say, I don't know that strength is what you... You do need strength in yoga, but I don't... Yeah. It's not very... Zen different kind, it's a different shouting kind of strength. Out, shouting up bad words. We don't... We're not going to... If you have... If, I won't list the words on the website. I think everyone knows what cursing is. If you yeah. don't, then... Maybe, I think the FCC lists the words, The FCC too, does. I'll maybe find them. that link, perhaps. <laughs> For the arse, but that's this week's arse. So, thank you so much to everybody for listening. Thank you to my producer Bryce Murphy, who also wrote and recorded the show music. Logo designed by Leah McGurl. For more information and to access the data discussed on this week's episode, visit datadoyen.com. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Links are on the website. And if you like this podcast, tell all your friends. Podcasts drop on Thursdays. All materials are available on the website by Tuesday of the same week, ahead of the podcast. This podcast is a production of Ratchet Boy Records. Listen to Ratchet Salon on all streaming platforms everywhere you find music. This podcast is sponsored by Wild Mountain Botanicals, Tippy Homestead, The Sparkbrook Studio, and Dog Nanny Originals. To sponsor, send me a message on the website. Thank you. And go outside. Go outside.